Glee, the show where we get high and watch Glee. I'm Courtney, and I've never seen all of Glee. And I'm Elise, and Glee was my entire personality back in the day. I know for the listeners, we are both consuming weed legally and are allowed to have it, so if it is not legal in your area or you are not of legal age to consume it, please don't. And yes, we will be trashing Will Schuster in every episode. Please enjoy this, and hi us, take it away. You look so majestic right now. I know my hair is just flowing in my fan. Because... I know, and, and you gave this like look back. <laughs> it was like very well because so <laughs> for the listeners, welcome to TH Glee. Hi. Um, <laughs> I finally got to have Christmas with Grayson yesterday after you know because I had COVID and then we were all quarantining. Yeah. Um, and he got me. <laughs> have you ever seen the mini brands like the mystery things? So they're stupid. Let me grab some <laughs> just to like show you what I got. So it's this little like ball. I've seen them on TikTok, which is, and I'm obsessed with them on TikTok because they're stupid, but it's like a little ball and inside it's got like five little like segments and each segment has like a miniature food item. So I have just like a bunch of mini pantry Oh. Items. My youngest sister has a ton of stuff like that. I don't think it's because of TikTok, though, because she doesn't have a phone. She's too young. But no, they're fully in the toy aisle, at, toy aisle at Target. But look at this mini baby belled cheese. Look how little it is. <laughs> and I got tiny crunchy onions. <laughs> and, and like it has a little tiny bag to put stuff in. So that's my current obsession, listeners. And someday I hope to be TikTok famous for being one of those people that just opens them on camera <laughs> and that's how i make my money i enjoyed this story but what did it have to do with the thing about your hair <laughs> oh because we got high last night and i fell asleep with my hair in a weird spot and so oh. that's why poofy this morning well it looks good so thank you i didn't realize how long the long part of your hair was it's it's getting long like it's... you mostly wore it in like little buns and stuff when you were yeah because it's too long and i don't know what to do with it anymore <laughs> but um i'm debating listeners by the time this comes out my, my hair will probably be cut but like take your pick should i cut it, it could, all off? it could be cut and already be this long again yeah should i cut all my hair off again or should i let it all grow out i oh, I, like, never saw you, like, like you've always had relatively short hair the whole time I've known you. The longest I had my hair was senior year of college. And Yeah, that that's was, still it, relatively it short. Yeah, it was basically this length, but, like, I didn't have an undercut. Yeah. But then, when I was in high school, I had hair, like, all the way down my back. Like I. That's really so crazy to think about you with yeah. long hair like that. But my hair is so heavy that I, it just, it's easier for me to have short hair, because I really thick hair thick curly hair <laughs> speaking of thick oh my god we're, we're three minutes in should we say what the name of the episode is uh they saw the episode title already 
Corey doesn't want to acknowledge the title of this episode. All right. It's season three. It's season three, episode 16, Saturday Night Gleaver. Ugh. It's not the worst episode title of Glee of all time. No, I think Glee. It's like like maybe like top 10. Glee. That's going to be worse. Glee is pretty bad. Can we take a moment and just name musicals but with Glee in them? Yeah. Chicago Glee. <laughs> Chicago Glee? Wicked Glee. <laughs> Glee Kid. <laughs> the music Glee. <laughs> little Glee of Horrors. <laughs> A little Glee music. Oh my god. Company Glee. Glee Todd. Glee Todd. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> the Glee's visit. I'm seeing the band's visit tonight. Oh, yay. Jack and I swear to God, if I get Omicron going to this thing, I'm going to be mad. But I'm actually going to wear an N95 for the first time of the whole pandemic to go to this. So they're not. I think I'll be fine. It also seems like they are not selling very many tickets for this particular engagement because I got like a promo code to buy like front orchestra seats for like $30 a ticket nice. <laughs> and when and when I clicked each day like this is a this is a Friday evening performance which it should be the like hottest performance of the week yeah I bought these tickets on Tuesday <laughs> and I was able to get seats as good as I got so I think uh I think it won't be super populated. <laughs> yeah, I'm debating buying some Broadway tickets right now because show tickets are pretty cheap because of Omicron. Yeah, because literally everybody has COVID. So it's like 80 bucks to see Hadestown right now. And oh I'm my like, god, yeah. Hey, might go see Hadestown. Yeah, totally. So. And I mean, you just had it. What's the likelihood you're going to get it a second time that soon? Exactly. Gleedy's town. Um, <laughs> Gleedy's town. <laughs> come from Glee. <laughs> come from come from Glee. <laughs> Glee Evan Hansen. <laughs> Jersey Glee. <laughs> Dear Kurt Hummel. <laughs> Didn't you want to play another game where I try to guess, I try to remember the last names of characters in this show? Yes, I did want to do that. We can do that later. Um, hey, Courtney, what's um what's Teen Jesus's full name with the dreadlocks? Can you give me John, even a first name? John Smith. <laughs> no. Uh, Jacob Jacobson. No. Nope. <laughs> John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. You know it's something with a J. Yeah, I was like, it starts with a J, right? <laughs> Jesse Ventura. <laughs> Johnny St. Cloud. <laughs> he sings in this episode. He does sing in this episode. He does not speak lines, though. Not really. Also, Quinn was present for exactly half a shot. Yeah, Qu- they, like, were doing a pan shot, like, over to Brittany, and you see Quinn for, like, a second. And that's, that's literally all that Quinn is in this episode. We never see her again. No update on whether she's doing great or terrible. Like, no update on her, like, legs. Wasn't the fact that she's in a wheelchair like part of the Here's What You Missed on Glee? Yes. 
So. <laughs> okay, so the Why episode... remind us of that if we're not even going to see her? <laughs> so, the episode starts with a musical number. Like, no, no faffing about. We just start with Blaine singing. The start of the episode is the best part of the episode, and it's all downhill from here. Yeah, so Blaine, Brittany, and Mike Chang do a number. Um, we should be dancing. Yeah. It's really good. It's really good. They're all really good dancers, and Blaine sounds great, and he does, like, a mid-air split, and it's amazing. And they just look like they're having so much fun with each other. And they say that they did this number because the theme of Nationals was vintage, which, again, doesn't make sense. But mm-hmm. um, but even before Blaine said that, I was like, they should do this at Nationals. And yeah. she was like, yeah, great idea, guys. And it's like, then why don't they do it at Nationals? <laughs> Plot. Yeah. And then Mr. Shu talks about how, like, his Glee Club won with disco and i was like we have fully had this conversation two seasons ago yes when the kids said no thank you to disco so i don't know why we're bringing it back somebody really liked saturday night gleaver i guess (laughs) i'm like i really like disco but they didn't do very good disco a lot of the time yeah so i i really like disco however are these students as a collective capable of pulling off disco after this episode and the evidence presented to me, I'm going to have to say no. <laughs> I think some of, I think some of them absolutely can. Mercedes's number was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blaine's number was amazing. Um, I, one of my big gripes about this episode is that like the only person in the Glee club that can naturally sound like the Bee Gees is Kurt. And he, barely sings in this and it's like drowned out by finn like they never actually show kurt singing yeah so i didn't care for that because i think kurt could pull off disco santana was pretty good however the rest of them Mm -mm. rachel i'm I'm wagging my finger in front of the camera (laughs) famously a visual medium (laughs) yeah it so mr shu they're like in Glee Club. He has a whole diorama set up of like little drawing figures with people with the Glee Club kids like faces taped to them. And yeah. he like, diagrams some like dance numbers, I guess. And like, this is why you're a bad choreographer. He's a really he, bad choreographer. But he's talking about how like like he's worried because some of these kids don't have dreams. Well, so I mean, he is right kids. to be he, he's right to be concerned because half the senior students in this class have not applied to college and it is like April at this point. It's like it's post Valentine's Day by a few weeks. It's at yeah. least March and no one's applied to college except for Kurt and Rachel and Quinn. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And, um, and yeah, most schools are, like, sending out acceptances around that time, as evidenced by the fact that somebody in this episode received an acceptance letter. <laughs> yeah. And, like, a full-ride scholarship. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, so he goes to Sue, and is like, Sue, I have no ideas. And Sue's like, you haven't had a good idea since Madonna week, so let's slow down there, bud. Um. She literally <laughs> says that, and it's... It was a joke just for us. Yeah, I appreciated it. So he goes to Sue and Sue's like, well, let's do, let's make it a competition because they love 
they love the faff, they love the glitter, they love the the bullshit. And so they decide that this week's assignment is going to be Saturday Night Fever. And so Sue brings in her light-up dance floor to the Glee Club room. Like, from home. That she just has. She just has that. And they do a, a competition, they do, like, a dance competition where Will sings in a range that is not meant for him. And... <laughs> The, honestly, Kirk is that? I don't remember. No, but like, what song does he sing? I don't remember. I really don't remember. <sighs> Back to Wikipedia I go. <laughs> but he sings and all the kids dance. And then they decide that the top three contenders are Mercedes, Santana, and Finn. Which he they- only did that. It's like explicit that he only did that because they, um, they, they have- are the most directionless, I guess. Yeah, they have new inspirations, apparently. They sing Night Fever. Yeah, sure. sure. It was fun. I just didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> but the winner, the, 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 the thing is, the winner gets to wear a white suit a la John Travolta in Saturday Night Fever. Um, made, custom made by Becky. Yes. Go Becky. She did a great job if she made all of those. <laughs> I mean, seriously. And to make them all in, like, such a variety of sizes and stuff, that's really impressive. Yeah, she's very inclusive with her sewing. Good for her. So, first is Mercedes, and she sings... Um, Disco Inferno. Disco Inferno, and it was amazing. It was and really good. <laughs> was, but also, she's, like, kind of pissed at Mr. Shu for being, like, you have no aspirations. And she's like, of course I have aspirations. My parents just aren't supportive of them. Yeah, and I don't have the financial ability to just drop everything and move to L.A. when I don't know anybody in L.A. Like, and that's that's reasonable. That's an understandable thing. And she's like, and I don't have the support of parents who are going to help me move to New York like like Rachel does. Yeah, this is honestly a great conversation about privilege. It is Um, because Mercedes parents want her to do something that is like sustainable and realistic quote unquote, like being a dentist like her dad or just going to college and getting a degree in like something normal, I guess. I don't know. It was at this point where I was like, I so clearly see what Mercedes needs to do here. And I can like guarantee that it's not what they're going to do with her, which is Mercedes could very easily with her talent, get like a singing scholarship to any number of schools across the country. Yeah. And probably go to college for not very much money and her dad is a dentist and if she wanted to appease him she could like minor in you know like biology or whatever or like something or like like double major theater psychology like all the rest of us did you know (laughs) (laughs) well some of us (laughs) well you know i dropped that psychology major at one point so (laughs) everybody does everybody thinks they're gonna double major in theater or something and then they start doing it and they're like no it has to only be theater (laughs) Yeah, because you don't have fucking time for anything else. <laughs> but by that point in Mercedes's college <clears throat> career, she'll be so far into it. It's not like her dad's going to, like, pull her out because she's only doing voice now. Like, no. Yeah. It, it, that, it That's, like, the normal way to approach this. Because the other thing is she talked about how she doesn't know how she would get started in the music business about getting a contract or whatever. And I'm like, hey, you know what school's really good for? Networking. And getting mentors that know people in high places that can help get you on the track you're looking for. That's like the main thing. That's like the only thing I regret about leaving 
uh, our college when I did is because those opportunities, that's like that and the piece of paper saying you did it. Those are the only things you get from college. Mostly like, like you learn things, but it's mostly you're walking away with those two things. And if Mercedes just went to like any reputable school with like a voice program, like she'd be set. She'd she'd be on a great track. And it just seems so clear that if this were a real world show, (laughs) that's what the real story would be. However, this is Glee and that's not what happens. No, that would be too easy, Elise. That'd be too nice. It'd be too easy to give children an actual relatable, successful role model. (laughs) Yeah. Instead, Mr. Shu yells at her for not being aspirational enough. (laughs) There were a lot of references in this to that plot about Mercedes being lazy, which I still think is racist. And also, she clearly is a good dancer. She danced she very well in this lazy. episode. She just lacks leadership. She lacks good influences in her life to help motivate her. She lacks motivation. She, she, you know what she did? Do you know when she thrived? When she was in the fucking trouble tones. When she actually got attention. Shocker. Who like? Like, Mercedes executed more complicated choreography in that one Trouble Tones mashup at sectionals than anyone has ever executed anything in New Directions. Like, it it just, it, it's so obvious. It's, 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 I hate Ryan Murphy. I hate him sometimes. <laughs> Other times like this. When, when, I, when I get really worked up and I just think oh. about how this show could have been better. And this is, this is the actual mark of like a true glee fan who went through it back in the day is that like most people shit on glee for like the obvious reasons and like that's fine but like glee fans glee glee true glee fans i i I must be stoned now because i can't talk But, (laughs) um, but a true glee fan is somebody that loves the show and more than anything really loves the characters and so clearly sees how it could be better and had to just watch Ryan Murphy every single week just make it worse. <laughs> yeah. That's the mark of the true Glee fan is we don't hate it. We wouldn't hate it for all the other stuff if they would have just like done right by these characters and they just never do. <laughs> and no. So we're, we, we hate because we love <laughs> Yeah. But her number was good. Mercedes' number was... And she looked good. She looked amazing. Mercedes looked great in this episode. They finally figured out how to style her without making her look just sad. Yeah. Mercedes Uh, and Kurt both look great in this episode, except for Kurt's hair in that one scene. Oh, God. We'll talk about it. (laughs) Then Santana sings, and Mr. Shoe's like, that was great. I can see that you clearly want to like be a lawyer and go fight for equal marriage rights. <laughs> and Santana was like, "No, I want to be famous." <laughs> I remember now being really offended at that Mr. Shoe line. Yeah, cuz like it's it's so actually funny. offensive to be like, "Hey, gay." <laughs> I know you just sang this love song to your girlfriend, but to me, it tells me that you really care about marriage equality and therefore your ideal career track as somebody who cares about marriage equality is to just become a lawyer and help make it happen. What? 
that's in, that's an insane thing to say to anybody, much less like the only lesbian in your school. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of and also her, for her to be like. I just love every moment. Santana is the only one who will actually just like talk back to Mr. Shu. Right. And she made it as a villain for it. But like Mr. Shu is clearly in the wrong in every single one of these situations. Yeah. He just got in trouble for being offensive towards her in another way. Like two weeks ago. And now he's being offensive towards her again in a different discriminatory way. Yeah. And she's like, no, fuck you. I want to be famous. When has Santana ever indicated that she had an interest in the law? Like, I guess she's one of those. She is a straight A student. Like, she's weirdly. She's like the only. It's like her and Quinn are like the only ones that have good grades. Yeah, and I think probably Rachel. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, and then <laughs> between all of this, we're just gonna take a sidestep from this main storyline before we get to Finn to talk about Alex Newell showing up. Oh my god. Alex Newell's so they, amazing in this episode. Yeah, so they show up as Wade, and they go up to Kurt and Mercedes, and they're like, oh my god, so I'm in Vocal Adrenaline, but I promise I'm not here to spy on you. Like, I really just am a big fan of both of you. And I didn't see the story, because, like, you weren't Tony and Maria, and they're like, okay, we're listening. And they, <laughs> he basically, like, Alex, Alex Newell's character goes to them for advice, because they want to wear a dress and heels on stage and present as a woman, as their their alter ego they say unique and kurt and mercedes are like no that's a bad idea because we're in ohio and it's 2012 and it's 2012 for important context drag was not nearly as popular in the world at large as it as it is today also uh johnny st cloud is the new coach of vocal adrenaline which yes johnny st cloud is in this episode i completely forgot yeah <laughs> gruffy boys back for like two seconds also, Vocal Adrenaline are competing or singing for something? They have it's... their regionals. Oh. That makes sense, right? Yeah, I guess. No, it doesn't, but it's fine. <laughs> no, it, yeah, you're, no, nothing makes sense. I, I told you that they were going to start getting real lazy with competition stuff. It's <laughs> like the whole point of the sh- I don't care. Um, <laughs> so, then Sue... Is like you should make them wear heels. Here's some size thirteen heels. Go give them to them. Make them think that they this is okay. And so they do. Put a pin in that. We'll come back to that in a minute. In between all of that, again, um, between Santana's number and what the next whatever the fuck, Brittany decided to help Santana get famous by posting their sex tape online, intercut with lord tubbington doing household chores <laughs> and like he had like a little feather duster attached to his tail yeah he was like <laughs> it was pretty cute shoes. yeah and santana's like why would you do that <laughs> and britney's like because paris hilton did it and kim kardashian she's like you said you wanted to be famous this is how a lot of people get famous yeah and then she was just true <laughs> it is true and then the next time we see the two of them Brittany's like, okay, what reality TV show do you want to go on? Because that's how you get famous. And Santana's like, okay, maybe this is the bad way of going about it to get famous. And Yeah, Brittany brings her a bull testicle. And Brittany's like, I ate the other one. Don't worry, it tastes just like a chicken testicle. <laughs> Which I think is an underrated line. <laughs> that is very funny. 
there were a lot of good one-liners in this. Yeah. Like surprising, surprisingly smart one-liners. Yeah. This episode wasn't bad, but it just could have been better, you know? Yeah, I remember hating this episode, but I don't, I don't hate it. No. Uh, We've watched worse. We've watched worse recently. Yeah, that's true. I mean, however, I'd say, I'd give it like two stars. Yeah. (laughs) It's not very good, but it's certainly not the worst that Glee has had to offer. And there are certainly worse episodes than this coming up, so... I would say as an episode, it's not super rewatchable. But no. The, the, uh, a lot of the songs are pretty good. Yeah. More, I would say the Th- Three of them are good, but the thing... Well, no, four, because Alex Newell's number is amazing. Yeah. Um, so, like, Alex Newell's number, Blaine's number, Santana's number, Mercedes' number. So that's four. However, there were, like, seven songs in this episode. So it's not yeah, a great average. No, but it's, like, more than half. I guess. I, I, I don't know. I don't know why I don't want to give this episode credit. Maybe it's just because, like, the stuff that I think is stupid in this episode is just so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is. It's stupid. There are a lot of little details in this that are just asinine. <laughs> yeah. So then Rachel tells... No, Rachel tweets. <laughs> and Finn... It's important that you get that you include that detail. Yeah, um, so Finn comes to the auditorium, and Rachel's like, and he's like, I got your tweet. And <laughs> and it's not even a direct message. He just no, says that she tweeted vaguely about him. Who, to whoever's engaged to me, please meet me in the auditorium at this time or whatever. It's like, yeah. why are we tweeting at each other like this? Nobody did that in my high school. Like, <laughs> whatever. So... <laughs> Then, like, Rachel wants Finn to have dreams or whatever, and so she sings a song, and I don't care. And then we see them, like, in the counselor's office with Emma and Will, and they're, like, giving Finn a bunch of college brochures. And they're like, here's some sports scholarship ones. Here's some shiny ones that you liked. Um, They literally say that. Emma says, these are the shiny ones that you like to look at. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, Finn is, like, a crow. <laughs> And then he walks out of the the office and throws them all away. And then Mr. Shu forces him into a uh, in the middle of the day and gives him the brochures that he threw away. And he was like, yeah, I followed you, Finn. I don't, I don't get it. And Finn's like, because I don't know, like, what I am. And I don't know what I should do. Like, he's just lost. And instead of helping him, Mr. Shu yells at him and then forces him to watch Saturday Night Fever. In the middle of a school day. Yeah. He's like, just do me a favor and watch Saturday Night Fever. And he, like, puts it in, like, a VHS tape, like, in his classroom. And it's like, what time is it? Yeah. It's, like, noon. (laughs) (laughs) You want him to sit down and watch a feature-length movie in the middle of a school day. Never mind the fact that you probably have to teach at some point in that Right? (laughs) Unless he caught him, like, right at the end of the school day, which... You're going to force him to stay after school for, like, two hours to watch Saturday Night Fever? How's he going to get home? (laughs) And they're best friends. He would probably drive him home. Yeah, he probably would. He'd probably, probably, as soon as uh, school was over, he'd, like, come sit down next to him and be like, oh, I love this part of the movie, bud. (laughs) Yeah. So then Finn goes and sings, um, more than a woman, Mm -hmm. in in that high-ass register. 
It was very funny. I immediately started laughing. <laughs> yeah, Finn Finn started singing, and I just look over, and Courtney's just silently laughing. I'm just giggling <laughs> to myself. It's pretty. It's okay. I don't. It's not offensive. This I is the only song that Kurt sings on, and when it's him, it sounds better because it's his natural register. And also, they did him dirty with the hair in this scene. <laughs> They gave Kurt his season one hair for this scene. It's so weird. It's like so flat. It's really weird. And that was fine and fun. And then uh, fucking Mercedes. Sam goes to Mercedes and is like, I put your, I put a video of you singing on YouTube. And she's like, oh my God, it has 485 comments. It has 485 views. and like, Which is not very many views. <laughs> No, but it's like, and then they kiss, and it was really cute. That was actually cute. Um, yeah, Sam was like, I just wanted to show you that everybody thinks you're a star, even people that have never met you. And she's like, that's really nice. That does make me feel better. And then he kisses her, and she lets him. And I'm like, ooh. I uh, I really like Sam. I didn't I remember like liking Sam this much. Maybe I won't continue to like him this much. But I, he's just, you know what I realized about him watching this episode? He's just... A romantic to his core. He just oh, is yeah. his happiest when he is loving a woman. <laughs> and you know what? I respect that. <laughs> yeah, you have to you have to hand it to a guy like that who just really just is there to love women. <laughs> yeah. And like genuinely like care about them. Like he is so besotted with Mercedes. It's so cute. Like it's he's just he's just, just like a total, he only has eyes for her. It's so sweet. And he basically has waited for her all this time, too. Yeah, he's waited, like, two years for her. Mm. We love it. We love to see it. We simply love to see it. Uh, I believe there was a funny line in that scene where Sam was like, yeah, the only people who have anything negative to say are people who thought it was a car on fire. Yeah, because he just posted it as Mercedes Inferno. Yeah. <laughs> that was the name of the video. <laughs> People thought he's like there. Crazy. There was there's one guy who came here to try to see a car fire, and he was pretty upset. But yeah. otherwise, everybody loves you, which is very funny. <laughs> that was funny. And then we cut to Santana and Brittany in Sue's office, and Santana's like, "Yeah, I guess I'm going about getting famous all the wrong way." And um, Sue's like, well, here, I filled out a college application for you and got you a full-ride scholarship to Louisville for cheerleading. The best cheerleading program in the nation is what she says. Yeah. And there was one funny line in here where she goes, I got you into University of Louisville. And Brittany goes, it's in Louisville. (laughs) (laughs) They also, in this scene, say that Brittany's brain is the size of a toddler's fist. And Brittany goes, I can show you the MRI. (laughs) It was really funny. It's really funny. It's just so dumb. Um, but, but so, yeah, Sue somehow got Santana a full ride scholarship into college without her writing an essay, without yeah. Santana's social security number and like family information and family income and all that. I just, it's like. Uh, okay (laughs) it's just again one of those things where it's like it didn't need to be this stupid they chose to make it this stupid (laughs) yeah they made a decision to make it this convoluted and weird right they could have just had like they could have had sue be like i set up 
a meeting for you or with like the head cheerleading coach there, or like I sent them video of you with the Cheerios and they want to offer you a full scholarship, but you have to apply. Will you do it? And then like Santana says, yes, I'll do it. Yeah. Like that would have made more sense and taken not that much more time. (laughs) Yeah. But whatever. It's semantics. (laughs) It's not it's not the thing that makes me angriest in the episode, I'll say that. No. It's not the stupidest thing that happens. No, and then we get vocal adrenaline's performance. So Mercedes and Kurt go to Vocal Adrenaline's regionals, I guess that's what they're doing, because I guess that's how this world works. And they're like, Hey, Alex Newell, don't wear the heels on stage. And they're like, No, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. And yeah. then they do it and it's it's amazing. It's they, so good. It's a great number. I'm assuming they get to nationals. Jonathan Groff tries to run out on the stage in the middle of the performance to stop it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, wait, get off the stage. And he's like, his like arm is like out from backstage. And it's like, don't you think that's worse than Wade performing in a dress? Yeah. Don't you think that's more embarrassing to the judges? Yeah. I, mm. And the crowd was clearly very into it. Oh, Yeah. And I mean, to be fair, I'm sure some of them thought that that was, like, a biological woman on stage. I mean, yeah, they look pretty gender neutral. And got a a real bitchin' voice, you know? Yeah. It was a great number. The choreography was amazing. The choreography was amazing. New Directions does not stand a chance against Jesse St. James' choreography, because Mr. Schuster's choreography is the worst. Yeah. Everybody else is a better choreographer than him. Everybody. Everybody. Santana, Santana could choreograph a good yeah. club better than him. Mike Chang should be choreographing everything. Yeah, literally everything. I'm sure Mr. Shu has already been relying on him an unhealthy amount, but it should just oh, be fully Mike's responsibility. Yeah. So that I we don't know how that resolved between Jonathan Groff and Alex Newell, like, but I guess we'll find out later. Um, yeah. And then we get to Finn, and Finn decides that he wants to move to New York. And he has applied to Inside the Actor's Studio Acting School. The Actor's Studio, and I checked Wikipedia after I said this to Courtney because I didn't want to say it on air and then be proven wrong, but it's true. The Actor's Studio only offers master's degrees. (laughs) Yeah. You cannot go there out of high school and just, like, get an acting degree. And Mm. you certainly can't do that if you have literally never had an acting credit in your life, like Finn. It just, like, he's he's treating going to acting school as, like, going to trade school where it's like, I always wanted to do this. I'll just go to school for it. It's like, that's not how acting programs work, number one. (laughs) No, that's not how theater programs work. That's like, not how it works. That's not how it works. No. I and and also they only offer master's degrees. I don't know why he just doesn't apply to AMDA. AMDA would take him. AMDA takes anybody. Yeah, there are plenty of schools he could go to where he could actually do this. A professional, like like a place where you like have auditions and stuff. Like it's not <laughs> No, it's just it's not, not how it works. And it's a master's program. Oh my god. Yeah. It's like nobody Googled anything. 
before they wrote the script for this episode. They were like, and that's what bothers me. You know, like you went to actor studio, right? If Finn can go there. Well, the cast of Glee was on inside the actor's studio. I forget if it was before or after this. I think it was before. And, like, really, it never, you never figured that out? Like, it just, it drives me insane. And when yeah. people talk about the problem with this plot line, it's always the focus on how Finn couldn't get into a school like that. And it's like, well, yeah, probably not. But we don't know because we've never actually seen Finn be an actor. However, the real reason why he definitely wouldn't get in is because he doesn't have a bachelor's degree already. Yeah. And nobody knows about that, and it drives me crazy. But <laughs> it also, eats away at me. But also, why doesn't he go to musical theater school instead of just plain acting school when obviously all he's done is singing? All he's done is sing. Why doesn't he apply to Niata? Why is only Rachel and Kurt allowed to go to Niata? I don't know. And, like, I I have a lot of things to say about Niata as a school, as an institution that claims to be accredited. But uh, I can't really get into that yet because I don't want to spoil things for you. And Niata is part of, like, the next, like, two seasons. So, yeah. like, I can't get into that yet. But just know that when we get into the thick of, like, Niata stuff, I'm gonna have some words. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure I'll have some words. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So Finn is applying to acting school. I, I can't foresee that going well. Yeah, I can tell by your face that it's not going to go well. <laughs> I am not. I, I won't. I won't confirm or deny anything. <laughs> and then, I don't know. How did the episode end? I forgot. Oh, they all, they all, they all got the white suits. Well, yeah, so first Finn and Mercedes and Santana came in wearing their white suits, and then they all started singing Staying Alive, and then they all went out onto the stage, and they were all in the suits singing Staying Alive. Um, Which means Becky had to make 15 suits (laughs) in various (laughs) sizes. (laughs) Sue and Mr. Shu were wearing suits, and, like, Sue was, like, visibly pregnant in this episode, which I thought was weird. I did not notice. Well, it's it's subtle because she's wearing tracksuits. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but they definitely put some sort of padding on her for this, and you can see it a little better in the white suit. Um, but it just and and like Quinn wasn't in this number either. Quinn was literally only in that half a shot during Night Fever. Yeah, uh, or not even Night Fever. Uh, no, during, um, if I can't have you, yeah. <sighs> She's I, the next one, I think. Elise, I'm going to be completely honest. I totally forgot Sue was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I a thousand percent forgot that that was a current plotline that was happening. So it didn't even occur to you to be like, oh, is she showing? <laughs> nope. Didn't didn't cross my mind a single, single time. That's really funny. <laughs> uh, Quinn is in the next episode. Quinn sings in the next episode. Does she sing about being sad and in a wheelchair? Um... No. No. But it is brought up brought about by that, I think. Of course it is. It's weird. We'll we'll, we'll you'll see. <laughs> the whole plot line is weird. Yeah. This whole Quinn in a wheelchair plot line is is just insane to me. Season three I I don't think I realized until this watch through for me just how season three really is like a transition season between like, the good, and, like, 
a little kooky season two to you know the back half of the series that is just like a roller coaster off its track um season three is the transition between that so like you'll have like a normal plot line yeah and then like something really dumb and weird and off-putting will happen and that'll be like an arc for someone Mm -hmm. but then it'll like still kind of have these great scenes and like net win episodes (laughs) and uh and that's season three and (laughs) i don't think i realized just how much of the crazy started happening in season three (laughs) yeah it's getting pretty nuts (laughs) it's getting pretty cuckoo bananas up in here sorry i'm like the kind of high right now where i'm just kind of zoning out (laughs) and i your room looks so hazy i'm sure it's just like a camera thing but like for some reason you look very hazy i think my camera would be dirty it's also pretty like weird out because it snowed and so it's like kind of a grayish bright outside and i think my curtains are just like being weird so I'm just in a, I'm in a, I'm actually just hotboxing myself. <laughs> it looks like you're hotboxing is the thing. I'm not. I'm really um, I didn't think you were because you're vaping. But <laughs> I was a little confused. I was like, maybe someone else is hotboxing the room. I don't know. Um, yeah, my invisible boyfriend. <laughs> I have teen Jesus in here. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Courtney, what's his name? Josh? No. Damn it. Give me an easier one. Like, he's new. He sang in this episode. He's been in, like, three episodes. It starts with a J, right? Yeah. Gene? You've gotten close on some other ones. It's not Jesse. No. We didn't have a Jesse. It's not John. No. You're so close, though. Is it? Uh, it's not Jacob? No. Jack? No. Jake. <laughs> oh, no, I don't know how you haven't gotten it. Jonathan. <laughs> no. <laughs> What's the second letter? <laughs> oh. Josh? No. <laughs> Jose? <laughs> George. How have you not gotten it? I'm I'm honestly astounded. What kind of name is J.O. besides John? <laughs> Courtney, the man's name is Joe. Oh, it's just Joe? <laughs> what kind of name is J.O.? <laughs> Joe? okay last name that's gonna be haunted that clip's gonna haunt me for the rest of my life (laughs) what's his last name i don't have have any earthly idea (laughs) pippy pippy man rastafari (laughs) pippy you think his name is joe pippy (laughs) joe hippy oh joe hippy i thought you said pippy i was so confused that works too we're just gonna his name is joe pippy from now on <laughs> this is a johnny st cloud moment <laughs> his name joe is joe pippy <laughs> his name is josh pippy <laughs> josh pippy john pippy you know t jesus john pippy <laughs> oh 
my god. Uh, we didn't even talk about all the songs. Rachel sings How Deep Is Your Love in this, for some reason. I I stood up and I changed my shirt during this scene. I took my earbuds out. <laughs> That's correct. You did not watch that song. <laughs> I always um, forget it exists. And, and, you know, it seemed like I really didn't miss much. So, What was your favorite song? Was it the Blaine one at the beginning or the Mercedes one? The Blaine one. Yeah, the Blaine one. It's the best one. Well, it was Blaine and Mike and Brittany, and they were all amazing. And yeah. I, oh, it was during the scene that I told Courtney that um, Blaine and Mike's ship name is Bike Chanderson, which is amazing. And I totally <laughs> just I ship, amazing. I ship them based on name alone. <laughs> Did we forget anything else in this episode? I feel like it was a weird one, but it wasn't like it wasn't bad. I wouldn't say it was a bad episode, but it wasn't a good episode. It was kind of boring. Yeah, let me just scan through this. In the meantime, ask me who somebody's last name is. Joe. Uh, can you remember Puck's first name? Noah. Okay, good job. Um, <laughs> What's Sam's last name? Hmm. <laughs> you know? That is a great question. <laughs> Does it start with a C? No. Oh. Sam. <laughs> His name is Sam. Sam. Sam, I am. <laughs> Sam White Chocolate. <laughs> nope. Okay, I know Blaine's last name is Anderson, but for some reason I keep thinking Sam's last name is also Anderson. <laughs> like a Mike Chang and Tiana Cohen Chang situation? Yeah. Okay, what what is Sam's last name? Are you giving up? What does it start with? E. I have no idea. Edwards? <laughs> no. Am I close? <laughs> mm, it does end with an S. Ed Edmund. Edmonds. Em Emmons. Sam e Evans. Evans! Evans! Ah! <laughs> I got there. You got there. It's better than Joe Pippi. Joe, Josh Pippi. Josh Pippi. Can I For the record, Joe's last name is Hart. Oh, that's stupid. Um, <laughs> Especially when you consider that he was introduced in the episode named Hart. Yes. Can I get a shirt with a picture of Teen Jesus that just says Josh Pippi on it? No one would understand what any part of that was. They wouldn't recognize him. They wouldn't get the name. That's <laughs> what I wanted. Just for you and me, and nobody I else. Want, I also want one of Jonathan Groff that just says Johnny St. Cloud. <laughs> that one's better because people actually know who Jonathan Groff is. But they don't know what the fuck Johnny St. Cloud is. <laughs> yeah, but then it's a conversation starter. Yeah, listen to my podcast, TH Glee. <laughs> it's viral marketing. I am going to make that shirt when we get off the air. I'm just letting you know. I'm going to make Great. a Johnny St. shirt. <laughs> I, would, I would love that. Um, Did you see the new Matrix movie? No. So Jonathan Groff is in it. Yeah. As is Neil Patrick Harris. And Thor from Hannah Montana. Oh, yeah. I saw your tweet about that. Nobody cared but me that the greatest side character from Hannah Montana is in the new Matrix movie. He's, like, not in other things. I think because you're only the only one watching Hannah Montana right now. 
I haven't watched Hannah Montana in months. <laughs> well, that Disney Plus is going to be like, man, our numbers are really low this month. <laughs> the two people because I put my Hannah podcast Montana. on hold. Yeah, yeah. The two people who watch Hannah Montana aren't watching it. <laughs> Everybody liked Thor. Thor had his bird. He had his silly car. He did have a silly car. <laughs> and he's in the new Matrix movie. It's great. I appreciate that. Yeah. I was so shocked. I had to like rewind the scene because I was talking over it to Rick and being like, oh my God, it's Thor from Hannah Montana. <laughs> I was like, this doesn't mean anything to you, but it means a lot to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've stopped talking about Glee. So I think... and, it's, and we're running long. Yeah. But, you know, what a weird episode. And I can't wait to see what plot we don't get in the next one because we got no plot in this one the next episode i think if i'm remembering correctly it's one of those where like a lot of things happen but nothing matters nothing changes great so just like this one (laughs) well some stuff changed in this Eh. anyway the next episode is a lot better it's the whitney houston episode oh okay and there's, uh, I think, like, the B-plot for the episode is Curtin Blaine. It's weird, though. I don't know if you'll like it. <laughs> okay. Oh. But they each get a song, which is great. I guess that's good. Well, tune in, everyone, for next week's episode. Mm-hmm. And stay tuned for the sale of our Johnny St. Cloud shirts. <laughs> um. Stay golden, Josh Pippi. <laughs> we'll always have Josh Pippi. <laughs> Josh Pippi, take it away. <laughs> sure, if that's what we're going with. Yeah, that's what we're going with. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of TH Glee. If you like this episode, you can give it a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to see more from us, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at THGlee420. If you want to hear more of my voice, you can check out Pumping Up the Podcast, a Hannah Montana podcast, or follow me on Twitter at LovelyLacy. And if you want to hear more of my voice, you can listen to Ramsey's recaps and trailer trash or follow me on Twitter at Courtney Sile. And until next time, don't stop believing. Oh, my God. <laughs>